Your quiet times, lulls in business, and client droughts don't mean anything unless you make them mean something. And the reason why things may continue to be dry is because you make it mean something about you and your worthiness. That's why so many coaches and businesses fail because when they're not seeing results, they internalize it, personalize it, and it drains their confidence. You're listening to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. I'm your host, Jill Perrick, a business and mindset coach who specializes in imposter syndrome. If you feel like you're not as smart, capable, or worthy as you actually are and that someone is going to find you out, then you've come to the right place. I went from being a struggling government worker, working my coaching business on the side, but feeling unworthy and burnt out to making multiple six figures helping women overcome imposter syndrome so they too can sign clients, make banks, and have the business or career of their dreams. I am nothing special. I have a stuttering disability, ADHD, and I struggle with anxiety and depression. So if I can learn how to feel good enough and overcome my inner imposter, then so can you. Let's dig in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. You are listening to this on March 22nd, 2023, and that means yesterday, March 21st, was my 31st birthday. I am an Aries. I'm the first day of Aries. Um, and I was actually born at 11.47 p.m. on the 21st. Um, I was actually supposed to come on the 20th, but... but The universe said, this bitch is not a Pisces. She is a fiery, aggressive, angry Aries. So here I am. I'm also a Scorpio moon and a Sagittarius rising. And apparently that's a lot of fire. I think Sagittarius is also a fire sign. So yeah, Scorpio is a fire sign, I think. And so a Sagittarius, like there's just a lot of fire, okay? There's a lot of fire. So anyways, I turned 31. And I had so many thoughts about turning 30 last year. And to be honest, I saw it as such a big deal. I really wanted to accomplish certain things in my life before turning 30. And it's kind of funny because yes, I wrote a book. I have this really successful business. I got like two university degrees. Like I am really accomplished. But for some reason, I was like, I wanted to also like have a house. I wanted to already be married. Like all of these other, I guess, personal things. Um... But 30 was actually a really shit year for me. It it really was. Um, and I think that's an example too of just like not thinking that there's a timeline on your success or there's a timeline on anything because the, like 30 was shitty, but 31 is looking to be so fucking sweet. And I really just, I think I learned a lot of really important lessons. I got rid of so much shame that I had. And even though... I was like, yes, 30 is going to be the year. Like I just said, 31 so far is where it's at. And I had to learn so much last year that is helping me achieve the goals that I'm achieving right now. And I am just really, really grateful. And I have so much gratitude for myself and the way I show up for myself and my business. I do the work and I persevere no matter what. I have so much gratitude for my clients and I'm just really loving the stage that I'm in with my business. The money is flowing and consistent. My clients are all literally soulmate clients and I am also so grateful for my relationships that I've cultivated in this business. And I'm actually going to see one of my biz besties, Mackenzie Conklin, who is a big confidence coach in the space. She lives in San Fran. 
San Francisco and I went there with my best friends in 2017 so I am really excited to go back and see some things I haven't seen yet and spend a weekend with Kenzie. I cannot wait and I just want to emphasize how much of this life is something that I created. Like I created this life all because I wanted to start a business. Last week, I talked about how I use magic and manifestation in my business, and I have everything I have right now because of a thought in my brain, a simple idea that has now turned into an over $400,000 coaching business. It truly is mind-blowing. No matter where you are at in your business, don't forget to live in the miracle of something that you created. Those moments keep you grateful and keep you going, trust me, and don't be on a fucking timeline because you could think this is my year this is this is the week or this is the month but like if you just detach and think it's all going to happen when it's supposed to happen that's when it will and I wouldn't be where I am in my business without ongoing support and mentorship and that's what I do for my clients inside of my one-to-one coaching program worthy and wealthy I help coaches release the imposter syndrome and the limiting beliefs that are holding them back so they can start showing up consistently and creating content more easily so they can sell their services with confidence and know what to say to attract soulmate clients and so they can sign those soulmate clients and be the successful coach that they've always dreamt of being This is a transformative six-month container with three one-to-one coaching calls a month, access to me in Voxer, and a complete curriculum to help you clean up and clarify your marketing and make sales. And as a bonus, as of 2023, I've implemented monthly workshops for my one-to-one clients to all get together and be taught and coached by me for an extra two hours a month so all of my one-to-one clients can connect in one space. It is quite literally the best place to be if you want ongoing support and mentorship if you want to sign clients in 2023, if you want to stop feeling like an imposter and start feeling like the expert you know you are deep down so book a sales call for my one-to-one coaching program worthy and wealthy at the link in my show notes now okay so let's get into this highly requested episode for today it's so funny because I have the same process for every time when I create my podcast scripts okay I do my podcast episodes a month in advance and it feels so good to have them all done for the next month. But because I'm an anxious, hyperactive freak, there's always the first week of the month that I'm like, oh my God, I need to write podcast episodes. And you know, having a podcast is not for the week. It can be a lot of work. I used to do episodes on the fly, meaning that I didn't have a script and those were amazing, but they required a lot of editing. And because of my ADHD, I wouldn't always remember really important things that I wanted to say. So to give myself peace of mind and start improving the quality of my episodes, I began writing scripts last year. And that is just what works for me right now. Like I said, I used to do the recording on the fly, and they were still great episodes. So don't take this as a universal truth if that's what works for you. But anyways, I always get a little bit anxious because writing scripts takes me some time. It's like 12 to 15 pages of scripts for four episodes, usually a month, which is a lot. But I'm a published author, so like should be a piece of cake for me, right? And then I get the scripts done and all is well. But before I get them done, I'm like, what the fuck am I going to write about? And that happened last month. But now I am so excited for every single episode coming out this month. They are all just so good. And this one is no exception because I get requests for it all the time. I talk about it often too. And that is how the fuck you deal with client droughts, lulls in business, and the quiet space when nothing seems to be happening. 
The truth is, even when things are quiet, it doesn't mean that things aren't happening. I would actually argue that they are always happening, especially during the quiet times. But if you are anything like me or my clients, if you have ADHD, you're impatient. And it's okay that you're impatient. You just need to be careful about what you make the impatience mean and what you do with that impatience. Because I am impatient too, very impatient. And for people who have ADHD, things are either happening now or not now. And what I've learned is also a concept that I've coined and use with my clients often, and that is external tweaking versus internal tweaking. Because when you feel impatient about your results, you are more likely to externally tweak, which is what you want to avoid. Externally tweaking looks like changing up your ideal client or changing your bio, your how you help someone or changing your sales page, your messaging or changing the links at your bio or burning your business to the ground and starting over or thinking about starting on a new platform because you're convinced that the current one you're on isn't working and that will only lead to more frustration and impatience. Internally tweaking is checking your impatience, doing your mindset work getting coached, actually working on the things that you're convinced aren't working, right? Because every time you tweak a bunch of shit when things aren't working, you just extend the time between now and it actually starting to work. And it's funny because Instagram recently shifted back to a photo sharing platform. And this made me laugh because I never fucking ever listened to the changes in the algorithm or any of the updates that some coaches put out about these platforms because who gives a fuck when reels were a big deal people went crazy and thought that they only had to post reels and it stressed so many of my clients out and here I am doing normal posts and not giving a shit because the algorithm and Instagram don't decide how I get clients I decide how I get clients a reel isn't the reason why you're not signing clients what you're saying and who you are is what is attracting the clients When people flip out because Instagram went down for the day, I don't stress because even if it did go down forever, I would just figure it out. My Instagram actually got disabled last year at this time for about two weeks and I had to deal with possibly losing four years of... This is what I said, guys. 30 sucked. (laughs) It really did. And I had to deal with possibly losing four and a half years of content and my almost 4,000 Instagram followers and even though like I said it sucked I just started a new one until they gave me my old one back because it was a mistake and yeah it did suck but a big part of being an entrepreneur is just solving problems instead of panicking I didn't decide that TikTok was my new thing and I didn't burn everything I had down right Hey guys, I hope you're loving today's episode. I am just taking a brief pause in today's episode to share with you a client testimonial. These testimonials are either from group coaching clients or clients who are in my one-to-one coaching program. And I can't wait for you to hear how I have changed their lives and their businesses for the better. And I totally walked away from the 12-week program just feeling more confident and really feeling like I'm worthy of being an entrepreneur and owning a business and moving forward in that. Even if I don't feel confident 100% of the time, I still feel worthy of that and can move forward. Thank you guys so much for listening. Now let's get back to the episode. 
I may be impatient, but I put that energy elsewhere. I continue to manifest my goals. I continue to do my mindset work. I continue believing in myself. I continue to create my content and sell my services. You can be impatient, but don't let that impatience mean anything. And don't let the impatience slow you down to a stop because you're convinced that things aren't working. Your quiet times, lulls in business, and client droughts don't mean anything unless you make them mean something. And the reason why things may continue to be dry is because you make it mean something about you and your worthiness. That's why so many coaches and businesses fail because when they're not seeing results, they internalize it, personalize it, and it drains their confidence. They convince themselves no one wants their offer, show up less and less until they completely drop off sometimes. I have coached so many clients through their own lulls and client droughts and they always come out on the other side. Recently, one of my clients had a client drought that lasted a couple of months and then she signed one client and another and another one after the other. We coached so much on her belief in herself, what the client droughts didn't mean and etc. And that ongoing coaching is what helped her sign those new clients. She didn't change her offer. She didn't change who she helped. We just worked on her belief, creating content that was communicating her message and sharing more testimonials. And we essentially just worked on her confidence as she was selling. And the clients came back around because they always do. Of course they did. She's an amazing coach. A client drought means nothing about who you are as a coach. Absolutely nothing. But where people get fucked up is they make it mean something. Especially if you've seen great success and are experiencing a lull, it is a breeding ground for imposter syndrome. But business is cyclical, my loves. It goes up and down, goes around and around. And this can be scary as fuck first because we are so conditioned by the corporate life. We as a society have been conditioned to see work as eight hours, five days a week. We've been conditioned to be paid every other week and to manage our money that way. And eventually we get so used to it that our brains just naturally work in that way. But it is not the only way and we have just been conditioned to it. Entrepreneurship is different. It is normal for income to fluctuate. It is normal for there to be lulls and quiet times. It is normal for there to be highs and lows. It is not personal. It is not you. I think about how I react to these times now versus when I started my business. I would be so panicked in the beginning. And my content had this hustly component to it. My fear was magnified. But now it's like I'm reacting to a screaming toddler who wants candy and a reaction. I am just letting whatever is happening happen. I'm just letting it be. I'm not thinking it should be this way or it should be that way. I am truly okay with wherever I am. And this took work, really hard work, and it still does. But my results come so much faster when I do this. When I am not attached to the outcome, when I am okay with where I am, and when I do not should myself to death about where I am, that's when I move. Like, I could be here forever. I could never scale into six-figure months. And how can I be okay with that? How can I be okay with never making a million dollars in a year? And can I be okay with five-figure months? Of course I can. I was okay when I made 3k a month, even if I didn't feel like I would be okay. And this can be very difficult to hear if you're struggling. I get it. I really truly do. I have been there before. But thinking you need to be or should be elsewhere is just going to make the lulls in your business and the client droughts so much more painful than they need to be. 
you guys hopefully know me by now. And if you don't, you, this is what I'm going to say. It doesn't mean shit. It doesn't mean anything unless you fucking give it meaning. And this is what I do when things are quiet. Okay, let's get into it. I move energy. I cry. I meditate. I complain to my biz besties and they snap me back into reality. I get coached. I think about my marketing, my messaging, and I clarify it even deeper. I do not change platforms. I simply work on how I'm showing up on the platforms I'm already on. I look at my limiting beliefs and my confidence. I use my self-worth as a sales skill process that I use in my one-to-one coaching program, Worthy and Wealthy, to find the holes in my belief about myself and my services. I work on my content. I calm my nervous system and remind myself that I am safe. I'm okay no matter how long I go without a sale. And I coach the fuck out of the clients that I do have. Even when I've had client droughts for two to three to four months, my clients have always gotten results. Yes, they've even signed tons of clients and I'm like, oh my God, (laughs) this is happening. Business coaches struggle with this when they're struggling with their own business. They'll subconsciously repel clients because they think that their lack of results will mean that their clients won't get results. But if you have a process, if you have expertise, you can absolutely help somebody still. And that's why my clients were still signing clients and making money, sometimes even more than me, in a month. My clients never suffered when I was in a dry spell because nothing means anything unless we give it meaning. Your work is important, valuable, and necessary, and business is cyclical. A lot of the time, things will feel quiet and stagnant, but that doesn't mean that they are. Your job is to keep your belief high no matter what. I so hate the messaging that says you get dream clients every week and dream clients busting down your DM doors. First of all, I couldn't handle signing clients every week because I would go over capacity. Be real with yourself and ignore the ideal business messaging where well-meaning coaches that actually have no idea how to market loop you in with this dream ideal business where clients are coming out of your ass 24-7 when in reality, a sustainable growing coaching business is nothing like that. And your body knows that you couldn't handle 50 clients a month, but your brain sees this kind of messaging or it creates this unrealistic, unhelpful story that things should always be happening on the outside for you to feel good about yourself and feel validated on the inside when that isn't the case at all. Resist the urge to turn your business into a rat race. Things are always moving. They are always happening. And it is your job to be the steward of this ship. The calm CEO that is in full belief that her dreams will manifest no matter how it happens. And she just has to stay on the path. And in the meantime, the work to do is on yourself. Remember, internal tweaking versus external tweaking. It is your job to become the best coach, the best CEO you can be. You are building lifelong skills and building a sustainable career, not a quick fix, get rich quick scheme that sees a coaching business as a cash cow and has no regard about what it actually means to be a coach. Things are always happening for you, my love. You are not special and the universe did not leave you out. No matter who you are, where you've been, or what you've done, which sounds like the song, As Long As You Love Me, um, no matter what, you can make this business work. You can be a successful, amazing coach. 
keep at it. Don't make your lulls or quiet times in business or your client droughts mean anything and handle it with the knowledge that you will eventually sign a client and that you are okay and safe and good enough regardless. I love you. If you are feeling this way, if this spoke to you, apply to work with me in my one-to-one coaching program, Worthy and Wealthy. You will release the imposter syndrome and the limiting beliefs holding you back. You will learn to show up consistently and create content more easily that speaks to your soulmate clients. You will learn to sell with the utmost confidence in yourself and your services, and you will sign those soulmate clients as a result of it all. You can go to my show notes and there you can book a sales call with me. I will see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. Head to the show notes to find out how you can take this work deeper with me in one-to-one coaching or in the From Imposter to Empowered group program. In the show notes, you'll also find a free three-day challenge to start the process of overcoming your inner imposter. And once you're done with all of that, screenshot this episode and share it on Instagram, tagging me at your coach Jill so we can connect. See you next time.